0: To Bad Thought Therapy. I am Sri Hardy, your host, and I appreciate you tuning in. If, you, um, if this is your first time tuning in, you can go to my website, badthoughttherapy.com, to get a whole bunch of episodes. Also, there's a page called Support Groups, and I'm constantly updating that page or looking for organizations or individuals to add to the page. And if you know somebody... Um, Bad Thought Therapy is all about helping people get therapy for their bad thoughts. Everything we do and we say um, starts with a thought. It first begins with how we're thinking. And so when we heal our thinking, we can heal our lives, we can heal our bodies, we can heal our hearts. We have to get the right thoughts in our heads. And so that leads me to jump right into the episode. Just want to say there's sun outside right now, and it looks beautiful, and I hope that you are experiencing sun as well. And don't forget, if you don't see the sunshine, you make the sunshine. You know, you be the sunshine. You have to make it happen, not make excuses. And that's my little um, pep talk for today. So this subject is going to be a challenge for me. And when I do these episodes, I'm a work in progress, and I'm always doing it really for myself. (laughs) I need this for myself. And I came to peace by understanding that blessing, that there's a blessing in struggle. I have been struggling, and I was like, okay, I was trying to work through it, work through my thoughts, work through my attitude. And I just resolved that blessing is really a struggle and it's an integral part of life. And sometimes we just wish, you know, I was telling my sister this, that God just had a magic wand. He'd wave wave, wave that wand and poof, you know, all of our struggles would be gone. But once we accept that struggle is a natural part of life and we see it as a blessing instead of a burden then we can work through struggle and we don't have to feel so bad and we don't have to get down. And some people, because they never work through that mindset and those thoughts, they end up being, you know, a danger to themselves and to others. And it doesn't have to be that way. And it's all about reframing how you see something, how you're thinking about something. So um, there is a blessing and I want to just share some lessons that I've learned About struggle. First of all, everyone struggles. Don't let anybody fool you. Some people think, well, if I just had more money, I wouldn't have the struggle. But people with money have the struggle. Or, you know, people say, well, if I just looked a certain way, people who look good struggle. People who don't struggle. Uh, People who are very healthy struggle. People who are not very healthy struggle. Struggle is just a part of life. And what we always have to do is find The blessings in everything that we're going through. Try to find something good. I like to say find the treasure in the trouble or find the treasure in the trial. It's always there. Try to try to find the lesson, you know, in the in whatever you're going through, the message in the mess, the opportunity and the obstacle, it's there. But these things are not on the surface really think about how like precious stones are mined they're underground you know most things are not you know gold it's not something you just is not out you have to look for it you have to dig deep you have to search for it and that is what you have to do when you're trying to get the blessing um with of struggling. so first of all one of the things that helps you is that we are designed to be dependent upon God the more we, we just kind of rest in this knowledge that we're limited in our power, we are finite, we can't do everything but the one who made the sun and the moon and the stars and the planets that we know of and those that we don't, once we rest in his power, then we can have peace. We may not have everything we want, but we will have peace knowing that he is with us and everything is going to be all right whether on this side or the other side. And and I and I have to say this, you know, for years I've been writing about this and I'm in a very obscure place so nobody knows about it, but you know, I just concluded 20 years ago that God does not change life, he changes us. There are some things that once you accept about life, you're able to have peace because peace is To me, one of the biggest blessings. You know, you can have everything and not have peace. Money and not have peace. Health and not have peace. Peace is a blessing. And you have peace when you just simply understand that we're not in control. It may look like man is controlling. When I say man, I mean mankind. Humans are running things. But the reality is they really aren't. God is giving us free will but he is still sovereign and he is still operating. And once you just give it over and understand that you are not going to be able to do everything you want and you're not going to do anything without his help, then you can have peace. And in a lot of my episodes, I use the comparison of a laptop. My laptop is plugged up right now, but I'm going to take it out, take, to unplug it at some point. And my battery is charged, so it'll work for a while, but at a certain point, it'll just you know, let me know your battery is, is almost gone, um, the power, and so it'll cut completely off, and that's how we are. We may not physically die, but if we're cut off from God and we're not plugged up to His source of power and His love and His grace and His everything, then we may function, But it's only for a while. And it explains why so many people are just losing it. Life is hard and people are just losing it. And it's because they don't have that connection. And I can just be, and I get it. I actually get it now. If you are not connected, and this connection is something that, you know, you got to be plugged up every day. Every single day, you've got to walk with God. You've got to talk with God. You've got to seek him out for wisdom. You have to seek his presence in your life for comfort and for peace. If you don't, you won't have it, period. You just will not have it. And people turn to other things to try to get their peace and their comfort. But those things don't last. Alcohol is not going to do it. In fact, it's going to make you feel worse. Drugs are not going to do it. Food is not going to do it. That's one of my struggles you will quickly find out that there is nothing that can satisfy that hunger that is in you and there's something in us where we are meant to be connected and if you're not connected, like I said, my laptop it'll work for a while, but at a certain point it's going to cut off so you just have to understand that struggle is a part of life God created us to be dependent upon Him and you know, I was dealing with my own struggles, I'm trying to Um, have a business. I was a teacher for many years, for for over three decades, and I'm trying to expand my business, and it's a struggle. And if I let it, it can be consuming, but I don't want my business to become an idol. I don't want it to become a god in my life. So I have to force myself to just say, you know what, I'm going to wake up today, do whatever I can do, and then let it go. And so as I was praying about this and kind of having a moment where I was like, God, help me, you know, just crying out to him. And I'm tired of struggling because my life has been a struggle. I did not grow up with a golden spoon or silver spoon or even bronze spoon. <laughs> so I've been struggling all my life and he's like, okay, God, can you just give me a little break? But I was reminded of the ancient um, scribes writing that we call the Holy Bible. And most people, almost every person in there struggled. You know, Daniel was in the lion's den and he had to deal with all that. Moses struggled. Jeremiah, Gideon, Jesus, Job. You know, we everybody struggled. Everybody struggled. Joseph, Joseph, Joseph. Boy, did he struggle. And so I just finally had to accept that um, struggle is a part of life. But you know, there's another side of struggle, you know, there's another side of through, so you have to go through, and I'm convinced that at some point, we will expand, and we will be operational the way we need to be, and it will prosper, and we will do well, but trying to get there can feel exhausting, and can feel frustrating, Um, but I'm just gonna and you got to do this I'm just telling you what I'm doing and I'm telling you this is what's helping me to remain sane you have to hang on to God's unchanging hand and not let go and you have to try to find the lessons while you're struggling you know and you know one of the things I've learned my life changed when I started to pray differently Before I just kind of have this prayer of rescue me, you know, I I don't know how to describe it, but I'm just going to for lack of a better term, the rescue me prayers, God, come on and save me. And I still pray like that sometimes. But what I figured out is that the supernatural and the natural have to work in tandem. So God can supernaturally do something in your life, but because we're still living in a natural world and we're in the natural realm, there is something in the natural that we have to do. So it's kind of like if a person, and this is an example, and I'm going to get kind of personal. You know, let's say you needed a job, and you because you needed a or you needed some kind of employment or a way to make money because we in the natural everything costs. In the natural, you have to pay for water, you have to pay for a place to stay, you have to pay for transportation, and gas. In the natural. You can crowd to God. God can, you know, say, God, work out a miracle. But there's something in the natural you'd have to do. It might be apply for a job. It might be go somewhere. It might be talk to somebody. It's never just, it's going to kind of fall out the sky. Let me go back. I shouldn't say the word never, because things do happen. Miracles happen every day. And trust and believe. I have, I'm a witness. I'm a beneficiary of miracles. And I know they happen. But for the most part, in you know, you pray for the blessing, and then you have to do something in the natural. <clears throat> so my life changed when I started to pray. God, tell me what to do. You know, I'm in this situation. I need your help. I don't know what to do. And then in the natural, there is something that He wants me to do. And then because in the supernatural, He gives me favor, or He blesses that effort, or whatever I'm doing then it works out. So I remember years ago, couple this was 2017, I always tell this, this story to people that I was, um, I had my business, no, it was 2018, and I had my, I had already started my business, and at this time, I was still teaching. I had to go back into teaching, and it was hard. Um, I was, you know, at the end of my career, I was floundering. Really can't blame anybody but me, but I was just tired. I had done It too long, even though I loved it, and I sometimes I still wish I could go back and you know teach for one more year. Um, But anyway, I was teaching, I was doing the business. It was around Christmas was coming up. This was like October, maybe a little earlier than that. I was like God, just crying out, you know. I I, we have all these books. I know somebody wants to buy some books for Christmas for their grandchildren or children. Tell me what to do because. What I learned, and that's another thing about struggle. Well, um, let me go back. So I prayed to God and I said, tell me what to do. And he told me what to do. And this idea hit me that I had, and I thought, wow, if I had got, if I had prayed like that before, I would have avoided a whole lot of trouble and a whole lot of struggle. And I lost a lot of money trying to do my business without praying that. And God led me to ride to the location where I am today. And we have been at that location since 2018. So, or is it seventeen? I can't even keep up <laughs> I think it was two thousand eighteen. So, yeah, I think it's two thousand eighteen. So, we've been there since December of twenty eighteen. And first it was part time and now it's you know, we we're increasing our time and it's more time. But the reality is it all changed when I said, God tell me what to do. So I struggled because I did not get direction. From God. Now I can look back and say, okay, I've learned some lessons from that. And I know one day all the money that I lost, I'm believing that that money be, will be returned to me and I will get it back. And the message for you is in the natural, there's something you have to do. And so you have to go, if you're trying to, if you're struggling with drugs or you're struggling with alcohol or you're struggling with, you know, um, being a better person, just in general, we have to go and ask the creator to tell us what to do, because there is something in the natural we have to do, and then we have to ask for the strength to be able to do it, and the guidance to be able to do it. Here's a quote by Viktor Frankl, and I mentioned him in one of my past episodes, um, Viktor Frankl wrote this incredible book called Man's Search for Meaning, one of my favorite books of all time. He was a Holocaust survivor. He lost, um, I think, his parents, his wife, just everybody. Most people in his family died. And as a result of that, um, he survived that. He wrote about his experiences. And he was an Austrian psychiatrist. Um, And one of the things he says is that, you know, we might not be able to control. This is in a nutshell. We might not be able to control what happens to us. But we've been given a gift, and that gift is how we respond. And how you respond is ultimately going to t- determine the outcome, of the final outcome of something. It's not what happens initially, but it's what your response is to what is happening to you. And so here's a quote by him. We got to read his book, Man Search for Meaning. I haven't done it yet, but I'm getting ready to add, oh, I might have already done it. I have book therapy because one of the ways if you're trying to heal your thoughts and you're trying to heal your life you need to read some good books you need to read about people who have overcome who have faced challenges and they rose above those challenges and he's one of those people he's gone on but um his book man for meaning i think is on my page um book therapy page so check that out and get you a copy of that book he says if there is meaning in life at all then there must be meaning in suffering so all suffering or all struggle has a purpose we don't you got to dig deep though to get the purpose of your pain to to find the treasure in the trouble you have to dig deep but struggle allows us to have faith in something greater than ourselves when you don't give up and that's what i'm trying to encourage you to do is to not give up you learn how trustworthy God is when you struggle I'm gonna tell you right now I left teaching in October 2020 and since that time God has taken care of me and in my business a retail business you know if you're the small retail business your money fluctuates one minute you may have a lot of sales one day you know one day you may have not no sales I mean it's just that serious But somehow, God has taken care of me, and what He has shown me through this struggle, because I had to depend on Him, that He will take care of you. And just like He took care of me, He will take care of you. You must learn how to have peace in the midst of the chaos. You know, I've said this before, and I cannot say this enough, that peace is the greatest blessing from God. Because I know you can have money, you can have health, you can even have love. But if you don't, you can have all that and not have peace. Peace is not the absence of problem. It's not the absence of struggle. Peace is when you know that everything is going to be all right because. And my because is the creator is with me. And that he will keep me. And that he's walking with me. That is Why I can go to bed at night, and I can close my eyes and have peace, knowing that everything is going to be all right. And even if my life were taken, I believe that I would rest with Him. After this physical life is over, that is peace. And if you don't have it again, and I'm doing this because I want you to have peace in your struggle, you have to. And I, you know, said this before. I sound redundant if you're a person that's listening. you got to have that quiet time with Him. It begins with talking to God. A lot of people say, I'm not a religious person, so I don't say go to church. I don't say read this particular book. What I say first is you must make a connection with the creator, the one who made the sun and the stars and all the things in the universe. You make that connection by talking to him. You turn off everything your phone, your television, you know, you you kind of get by yourself. I believe that solitude and being by yourself is one of the ways to connect. And you just pour out your heart to him. You just talk to him. And you get quiet and he will talk to you. And whenever you have this communication, always express gratitude. Because you are blessed, whether you think you are or not or whether you can see The full manifestation of everything you wanted or not. Always express your gratitude for him. Just express your gratitude. The fact that he is listening to you. That he is present. That he made you. And I'm telling you what I know. That connection will change your life. And then he will tell you what to read. Where to go. Who to talk to. That is when you get clarity. But the connection has to come first. And I used to make a joke. But I meant this that, you know, you have to be saved before you go to church. (laughs) If you you go and you don't really know God, I'm telling you, you might end up never going back again. You know, or you pick up a religious text or book, let's say like the Holy Bible or any other religious book, but if you're not connected, you're not going to get out of that book what you need to get out of it. It is first making the connection because real intimacy is built When you have experiences with people, when you talk to people, when you do things with people, and that is why it's so important for you. And he would tell you, you got to hope, you got to just trust me, you got to hang on to my hand because struggle is a part of life. When you struggle, this is another big blessing, is you have more compassion for others. You begin to understand other people's struggle. I was telling my sister, you know, when when my pastor was you know growing and expanding his church there were a lot of things I didn't understand and I remember just saying well God you know I don't understand this just show just teach me you know how to how to understand this and guess what he taught me because when you're trying to do something that is bigger and greater than yourself you need help. so if you want to really impact your community like my pastor um, does and is, it takes money. You you grow. You have, to, you have to build. And so now I have more compassion for people when I see them trying to build something that is bigger than themselves. But I might not have had it if I hadn't been in a struggle myself. And that's one of the things that struggle teaches you. Sometimes you don't even understand what other people are going through because you've never been through what they've gone through. You've never walked in their shoes. But struggle will do that for you. You wonder and I was just thinking to myself, you know, I'm, you know, haven't done too bad in life. But there are people who have, you know, 10 times less resources than I have. And now I get it, it's hard. Even with my resources, even with my connections, it's still hard. So imagine having none of that. Imagine having no education, nobody to support you. It's hard. And what struggle does, it makes you so much more compassionate. It, it reminds you of really how blessed you are. And so that's another blessing um, of struggle. Um, just remember again, you know, Daniel from the biblical story, Daniel in the lion's den. Um, and that wasn't all Daniel struggled with because he was a man of faith and he was not in his native country and he was there and he was trying to practice the faith of his forefathers and yet he was dealing with people who did not have the faith that he had and did not believe in the same God. He was still put. This is the thing, God allowed him to be put in that den with lions. But he was not consumed. The lions slept while he slept. They did not eat him, they did not consume him. And that is um, not the normal thing, you know, to happen because lions will eat, you know, things if they're hungry. And so that's what you want to remember, is that, yes, you're struggling. You remember the story of the three, they say boys, but I think they were men, the three Hebrews, who, again, they were practicing their faith and they were thrown into this den of fire. And, you know, some people say this story is really a metaphor or it's allegorical. However you want to look at it, the life lesson is that you will not be consumed by your trouble you will not be consumed by the heat of your struggle and according to the biblical story they came out they were unsinged you know they didn't even have they didn't have the effects of being burned or consumed what that story teaches you and reminds you is that you will go through hot places hard places painful places but it won't consume you and I want to encourage you and I want to say that to you and I'm a witness I'm telling you I'm a witness you get up and you struggle and let me tell you what else you learn is you really learn how God is truly powerful because I've had really there are miracles like you know a financial usually struggle for me has been financial so try and expand this business but God has just like worked out miracles like when I needed some financial resources the most he blew my mind, and somebody blessed me, or I got a business opportunity, or he increased my sales. It just in ways that I know it's nobody but him. So I just want to encourage you that blessing is a struggle. And I know that sounds oxymoronic. You know, it doesn't sound, but blessing, the struggle is a blessing. It is hard. But what it should teach you is that you can't do this life alone. That you need God. You need the creator to help you. And he is trustworthy. And when you just say, you know what? I'm going to hang on to his hand. Come hail the high water. I'm not letting go. And you will see how powerful he is. You will see how trustworthy he is. Our power is limited and finite. His power is infinite. And since the beginning of time, people have struggled. Whether it's ancient times Whether it's, you know, some of our modern heroes, it doesn't matter how good they're, how much good they're trying to do, there's a struggle. You know, you think about somebody like a Martin Luther King, he struggled. He struggled to the point where he was, he was killed. But he believed, as I believe, even though his body in this life ended, he went on to be with God. He said he saw the mountain top and he went on in heaven to be with the Lord. So struggle has a purpose and we don't understand it all the time but if you go to God and you ask God to show you he will it will make you more compassionate God it will teach you to be more patient you know I'm telling you I'm so much more patient now you know I'm not in a rush I never was the person that was in a rush I'm one of those people if I'm if I'm late I'm gonna be late because I'm not gonna rush I'm not gonna kill myself trying to rush but honey let me tell you struggle will increase your patience And when you're patient, I don't care what anybody says, you're a better person. When you learn how to wait, you're calmer, you're more peaceful. And again, peace is not the absence of struggle. Peace is the presence of the Lord. And just knowing that everything is going to be okay because get up every morning, deal with that day. That's another thing. Struggle will teach you don't deal with the future can't definitely deal with the past because that's over you can't undo that but struggle will help you just be in the now because thinking about the future and how you're going to do a b c d e f g can overwhelm you and you can end up getting into a stressful mental space um you know place of unpeace and unrest and that's not good for your health and again it all begins with your thoughts change your thoughts about something and then you change your life Well, that is my episode on the blessing of struggle. I hope that this encouraged you, that you will understand that struggle is just an integral part of life. You will not die because of your struggle. You will live anyway. And when you live and you get on the other side, then you have a testimony to help other people. And that's what I'm leaning on. I'm encouraged by the testimony of other people who struggled and overcame their struggles. And you will, and I will, and we all will. So peace and abundant blessings to you. Remember, there's a treasure in your trouble and in your struggle. Have a great day.